If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Cloverdale has issued a boil order after a water main break on Sunday. Officials did not say where the main break occurred, but the State Water Resources Control Board Division of Drinking Water, the Sonoma County Health Department, and the City of Cloverdale Water System issued the advisement on Sunday afternoon so you know it's a big deal. Those who don't boil the tap water or switch to bottled water for the time being are at risk for stomach or intestinal illnesses. Authorities anticipate a resolution by Wednesday, but residents will be informed when tests show that the water is safe to drink and the boil order is rescinded. Uh, check out the list of affected areas. It's up right now on Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. So if you're like me, you probably watched Hocus Pocus as a beloved Halloween tradition yesterday. I am put a spell on you. But Disney waited until we've watched the movie like nine million times exactly this month alone to announce over the weekend that Hocus Pocus 2 is actually happening. And it's funny that I'm reading this now because I was thinking about this yesterday as I was watching Hocus Pocus. I was like, aren't they supposed to make a sequel? <laughs> uh, but Disney revealed that Arrested Development star Tony Hale has been cast as in Hocus Pocus 2 alongside Ted Lasso actress Hannah Waddingham and the Tomorrow War Sam Richardson. So it looks like Hocus Pocus 2 will premiere on Disney Plus during the fall of next year. Congratulations are in order for Travis Denning. But after a few drinks, it's always the same thing. We find ourselves lost in conversation at the bar. Travis Denning got engaged to his longtime girlfriend, Madison Montgomery, on Saturday. He proposed in New York City's Central Park, and Madison is a daughter of John Michael Montgomery. Madison said on social media, my best friend forever. And Travis said, y'all might want to swipe right and see that ring finger. Hashtag, she said yes. Again, congratulations to the extremely happy couple. Amber and Tanner in the morning. The only way to wake up. Helps you wake up and get moving. She's being adjust. On Froggy 92.9. Starting today, the McRib is back at McDonald's locations nationwide for a limited time. I'm loving it. Uh, it's actually the 40th anniversary of the McRib, so congratulations to the McRib, I guess. It first <laughs> debuted in 1981, and it was a huge flop, which makes sense to me because I'm too afraid to try the McRib. I've never had the McRib. It's not bad. I like the McRib. Mm, it doesn't make any sense. I will go on the record and say the McRib, I'm loving it. No, it doesn't make any sense to me. Sorry, it's making me feel a little woozy thinking about trying to eat one of those. <laughs> like, is it an actual rib or no? It's just like rib meat that's mushed together to look like a rib. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And you know what? I wouldn't recommend ordering it, but maybe someone orders it and you, you know, slice yourself a little part of it. I definitely, I, I don't want slice you to. Slice myself a little part of the McRib. <laughs> just a little, like a little pie slice. I don't want you to live your life without having at least one taste of the McRib. You know, I I think it might be okay, but I don't think I'm going to like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, this is the worst thing I've ever tried in my life. But so I'm you just... don't even want to spend the money for something you're not 100% certain of. Right. Like if you were to buy a McRib, I would take a bite. But okay. other than that, I don't. I don't uh, what are those? 
But I, I'm just well, like, well, not too scared. Now I know what I'm doing after work. I'm going to uh, go get a McRib and bring it back in. So is there something like this, Tanner, that you're too scared to try? Or am I being a big baby? No, you're not being a baby. I think that that thing for me is most dairy-free products. Like the dairy-free cream cheese, the dairy-free ice cream, all that stuff. Oh. I'm not supposed to eat dairy, but I'm too try- I'm too scared to try that stuff. Why do you think you're too scared? Because it... It'll taste bad, you think? Yeah, I've had the Halo Top dairy-free ice cream before. Ugh. Yeah, I don't I don't like Halo Top either. Yeah. And I just like you, I don't want to spend the money for something I'm not certain I'm gonna like it. Yeah. Okay, good point. Good point. Uh well, we're getting some great responses right now on our Facebook page. People talking about some things that they're too scared to try. Facebook.com slash Amber Tater in the morning. Like Carrie from Healdsburg says eating anything that can be considered bug like. There's those candy crickets and oh my god, I can't. <laughs> uh, John from Petaluma says, the McDonald's fish sandwich. Yeah, I won't try that either. I'm it's right there with It's actually pretty good. Is it? <laughs> it's weird because I'll I'll eat the fish sandwich, but I won't eat the McRib. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah from Sebastopol said, rare meat. Everyone says rare steak is the best, but I won't even eat mine medium. It's got to be well done. Oh. Mm. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. What is an unwritten rule that everyone should know? Reach out to you on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Jessica from Santa Rosa says, make sure you always tip well when you eat out. Andrew from Santa Rosa said, the left lane on the freeway is for doing above the speed limit. Denny from Cloverdale says, when a three-year-old hands you a fake phone, you answer it. Oh, yeah. Gotta agree with that. I agree with that, too. I made a few people mad at the laundromat on Mendocino and Santa Rosa yesterday. Apparently, when there's a bunch of stuff on the top of the washer, that is dibs, apparently. The washing machine was empty. It was dusty, Amber. It was ancient, Amber, and it hasn't been used in years. Okay. Okay, maybe not (laughs) in years. But it was open, so I used it. And so this guy came up to me, and he was like, that's my machine, bro. And I said it was empty, and he said, now I got to wash my sheets in the other washer, in the small washer. And uh, that just flabbergasted me. Amber, do you think this person has a point? Do you think this is a true unwritten rule? (sighs) I've never heard of this. Um, uh, how does the laundromat look like does it is it high up where you have to put your stuff or is it low it's pretty low so the washing machines themselves it's like eye level yeah there's like different sizes so there's like a big big one a medium sized one and all these little ones and I was using a medium sized one and so they're all like stacked up against the wall and they're all you know just like a normal washing machine and so I was just a little confused because apparently this is a rule I didn't know about. Well, if you didn't know, that's okay. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say it's an unwritten rule. I would say this is like laundromat courtesy. Yeah. Like there should be a list of rules somewhere at the laundromat for you to follow. I just feel like if you have your stuff on top of the washer and you're not putting it in the washer, you lose dibs at that point. First come, first serve. Is this a courtesy? I'm on your side with Thank this. Thank you. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. If, Anytime. If someone <laughs> believes that I am wrong, please give us a call right now at 636-1467. Wake up, Amber and Tanner in the morning. Every morning. Woo! In the country. 
on Froggy 92.9. Hocus Pocus 2 has been announced. I am put a hell on you. Hocus Pocus, the original movie, stars Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Jimmy, And it's going to return for the 1993 film's sequel next year. So every Halloween, I absolutely have to watch Hocus Pocus. I've done it every year since I could remember. And it's probably my most beloved fall tradition. And I think I'll seriously get in a bad mood if I don't watch Hocus Pocus on (laughs) Halloween. Like, it will ruin Halloween for me. And yesterday, I specifically got up early before my fiancé got up just so I could watch it. I didn't want to be interrupted, and I was interrupted, and I got upset. But it's my most beloved fall tradition. I have to do it. Is it the type of thing, like, nobody can even talk when you're watching Hocus Pocus? I don't. I would like it... I would like that to not happen, yes. So now you're going to watch Hocus Pocus every single year. Is that going to be the case for the sequel, too? I'm worried about the sequel. Yeah. I'm like, why did we touch it? But, you know, (laughs) we'll see. We'll see what happens. Tanner, what is your most beloved fall tradition? Mine has to be going to the pumpkin patch every single year. It's not only just going and picking out a pumpkin, but it's all the extra stuff as well. Like, I went to Mickelson in Petaluma for the first time this year, and it was, you know, the, the apple gun going through the the hay maze, playing tic-tac-toe with the little itty-bitty pumpkins. I try to make a whole day out of it. And if I don't do it um, that year, my whole fall season will be thrown off. Well, we asked, what is your most beloved fall tradition on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. Everyone sharing. Carly from Santa Rosa said, I watch Hocus Pocus every Halloween too. It's my favorite Halloween movie. Karina from Petaluma says, eating candy and making the altar for the Day of the Dead. And Kim from Santa Rosa said, watch Hocus Pocus in all the Halloween towns. I love Halloween town. Amber and Tanner in the morning. In the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Apparently, PETA has a problem with baseball. As the World Series plays on, PETA is making some noise. PETA has released a news release as of Thursday calling for the end of the word bullpen. So if you're not familiar with sports terms, baseball terms, things like that, the bullpen is a place where pitchers warm up in a baseball game. For those who somehow don't know and are making an effort to rename it Arm Barn, Apparently, apparently the word bullpen is disgraceful and insensitive towards bulls and cows. Now, the animal rights organization said in a release, PETA is pitching a proposal to the baseball world. Strike out the word bullpen. This is full of puns, by the way, which references the holding area where terrified bulls are kept for slaughter in favor of a more modern animal friendly term. So I tried to do some research as to why the term bullpen is used in baseball, uh, besides the obvious, but there's no one theory. I saw an interesting fact that stated the name bullpen was coined because pitchers warmed up outside of the outfield fence, which at the time most outfield fences had bull Durham tobacco signs on them, hence bullpen. So historically, this term may have nothing to do with animals really at all. I also can't imagine this name change to arm barn. Now warming up in the arm barn. Who is that warming up in the arm barn? I mean, 
isn't barn also a term used for animals? Uh, so what do you think of the name change or uh, what do you think of Peter's remarks about the bullpen? Uh, got a message from Joan from Sebastopol who says, the cows don't care, just stop eating meat. That would make a difference, not the name of the place where pitchers warm up. Kurt from Santa Rosa says, tell PETA as soon as they can get two bulls to testify in court, the MLB will comply. PETA even changed its name on Twitter to Armbarn to make a you know firm statement on this, but reps for the MLB have not requested any comments, have not said any statements. Uh, so just call with your thoughts on this, changing the baseball term bullpen to arm barn. Call right now. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. We just want to say thank you to everyone who came out to the Fall Fun Fest and participated in the costume contest in downtown Santa Rosa on Friday. We had such a good time, such a good turnout. Thank you to everyone that made it happen, showed up, and showed off their costumes. So afterwards, we went to 3rd Street L Works for a pumpkin carving contest. Pumpkins courtesy of Punky's Pumpkin Patch. Uh, Tanner, you ended up carving a pumpkin. Mm -hmm. What did you carve? It wasn't very good. It was a, I just tried to make a classic jack-o'-lantern with some crooked teeth, but I couldn't follow the line, so I ended up drawing in the teeth with black Sharpie because <laughs> it, just, it just did not turn out. I was ashamed of it. Okay, well, I tried to carve an alien into my pumpkin. It, it also didn't turn out very well. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture right now, and one eye is larger than the other. I accidentally carved an antenna out of it. And oh, the, I see that now. The, the neck, I forgot to carve. Um, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't carved a pumpkin in so long. And we had all of these kids around us that were carving these incredible pumpkins. Yeah. And this one kid was like, this is the third one I've carved today. I Dang. Like, oh, my gosh. I will say. I carved a pumpkin in like a decade. Yeah. And I haven't pu- carved a pumpkin forever either. And the kids knew what they were doing. So much so that the pumpkin and the pumpkin that we gave the awards to were both kids. Good for them. Yeah. I, I don't know. So I... I posted the picture of my alien pumpkin on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. And here are the results. 89% of people, they gave it an A for effort, while 11% voted bad. It's like only two people voted bad, which is not bad. I mean, at least they gave me an A for effort. True that. And you know what? (laughs) It's not great. We only had an hour to carve it. I feel like if you would have had a little bit more time. It would have been it no. would have been the best pumpkin ever. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Wake up every day here. Waking you up every morning on Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. Her record for 2021 all tied up. 59 wins, 59 losses. Amber, are you feeling confident today? Nope. No? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. All right, here's headline number one. Barista arrested for putting homemade potions in beverages. Headline number two. Lawyer wore Michael Myers costume because Judge Triple Dog dared him to. 
And headline number three, Santa Rosa man fined for scaring kids at the plaza. Um, I think it's lawyer dressed up like Michael Myers. That is absolutely the headline in a haystack. I was a little nervous about that one. I was like, no, this is a neighbor dispute. (laughs) (laughs) It's a neighbor dispute waiting to happen, man. (laughs) So here's the story. A Texas attorney named Mark entered the Galveston County Courthouse on Friday dressed as Michael Myers. He wrote on social media, Triple Dog dared to wear a costume to court. Challenge accepted, judge. (laughs) And the lawyer also claimed all of his clients loved it. All of his clients, it, it was just misdemeanors, very small parking tickets and stuff like that. Nothing of a serious nature. Just the masks. Yeah. Serious. <laughs> You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Rick. His kids went out trick-or-treating last night, and Barry Martindale's going to say his kids got greedy. Hello? Hi, is this Rick? Yeah, this is Rick. Rick, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I hope you had a good Halloween last night. Yeah, I had a pretty good one, I guess. You know, kids wore me out, but yeah, it was good. You have three kids, correct? Yeah, how, how did you know that? I know that because I received a call from someone in your neighborhood. Uh, you guys went out trick-or-treating last night, and one of your neighbors had a bowl of candy outside their door that said, just take one. Yeah, well, according to Ring Doorbell uh, Surveillance, your kids took more than just one. Oh, how do you know they were my kids? Well, because I can see your kids and I can see you in the background laughing when they took more candy. Yeah, so what? It's Halloween. I'm just disgusted by your actions and allowing this to happen. And so because of that, because your family got greedy, we're going to have to fine you. Fine me? What do you mean? What do you mean, fine me? <laughs> I'm going to fine you $100 per extra piece of candy, so you're going to owe your neighbors, and you can make that check out to me, for $600. $600 for some Kit Kat? No, I don't think so. Well, you you should have implemented, you know, good things on your children, or else you wouldn't be owing us $600. This is is extortion. You can't charge me for Halloween candy. Oh, Rick, you want to talk about extortion? What about taking the candy that you weren't supposed to take? What if a kid wanted to get candy from that candy bowl and you deliberately made that not happen? I mean, you don't even have proof that it's my kids. I mean, what do you got? You got facial recognition on that doorbell as well? Rick, I can see you in the background. So what? So so this is you try to prove this in court, man. This is ridiculous. You want to go to court? I'll take you to court, buddy. Yeah, you what army? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. This is Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Halloween was last night. We hope your family had lots of fun. And many families right here in Sonoma County went trick-or-treating. But they went everywhere but my house. I've been desperately trying to get trick-or-treaters every single year since I've been an adult, and I decorate my apartment door to the nine. And this year, because of the pandemic and I wanted to be sensitive to that, I just left a bowl of candy right outside the door. But like I said, no trick-or-treaters. Not one. Amber, did you have any this year? I only had three. Like, three knocks total. Yeah. I was sad, but, you know, it was kind of... 
wet yesterday. Yeah. It wasn't like a nice night out for trick-or-treating. And I also live in an apartment. I set my candy bowl like in the window. So when kids walked by, they knew we had candy. Yeah. And uh, only got three knocks total. The part that frustrated me is right next door to my apartment is a big church. And that church was filled with kids with candy and all that stuff. And I was just in the window like, come over here. We have candy, I promise. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Do you think maybe, (laughs) do you think maybe, maybe that's not the right move, right? You tell me. I don't. It, I, it didn't work out for you, did it? I had a bowl of candy, and I was like about to start throwing it out the window. I, I was Come just to in my the house, children. I have candy. <laughs> I don't know about that, Tanner. Amber, do you feel like, and and this was a thought I had, maybe because you and I both live in apartments, maybe kids are less likely to go to apartment doors and knock on them. Yeah, I yeah. think that. The kids were coming to my apartment either before or after they went, like, for real trick-or-treating. Yeah. I think they were on their way out. I I just, I was bummed out. I had full-size candy bars in a bowl (laughs) in front of my house. And to the kids that didn't come, you missed out, man. I I guess you got to eat them now. Oh, rats. Oh, man. (laughs) So on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, uh, we asked you how many trick-or-treaters you have. We have 22 comments thus far, and 16 people said that they had under five trick-or-treaters. Yeah, that makes sense. I think people were either like confined to their little cul-de-sacs or they were going like to businesses and trick-or-treating or or trunk or treats and things like that. And I don't think traditional trick-or-treating happened in the apartment complexes. So next year, guys, now you know, come to Amber and I's houses. (laughs) Amber and Tanner in the morning. Wake up every day. Waking you up every morning on Froggy 92.9. I need, I have my two suitcases. So I went to Target and I bought a huge suitcase. I bring it home and he says, wait, that's huge. I'm going to put some stuff in there. (laughs) I said, no way. You said specifically that you had everything you needed and that you weren't going to buy a bigger suitcase. And Hmm. I said, that's not fair. You can't put anything in this suitcase because if you start putting stuff in the suitcase, I'm not going to have any room for my stuff. And how is that? How is that even fair? Because this is what he did. He did that last time we went back to Georgia. Got, yeah. My big question to you would be: even with all the stuff that goes in the suitcase, would you have room? Probably not. No. I honestly don't think that I'll have room because I'm taking wine. I'm like, you know, taking souvenirs back to my family. I'm bringing like four or five pairs of shoes. Like. I want to do me, you know? And he says... <laughs> want to do me. He says, I'm being ridiculous, but I don't think I am. Like, we had this full conversation where I was like, I am buying a big suitcase just for me. We can get you one, too. And he said no, and now he wants to use my suitcase. Like, he, he says I'm being ridiculous. I think the thing to do would be pack what and just know everything that you're going to take with you and if there's room i don't think it's that big of a deal to throw some of his things in there no it's the principle of it tanner the principle of it (laughs) i don't whenever i travel with my significant other gonna do this we always put all of our stuff in one bag because it's just more cost efficient and you just save money that way and you're both going to the same place anyway so i don't see the problem with just but putting everything in one bag. He's still checking luggage. Why doesn't he just buy a bigger suitcase? If he's already going to have two bags, why don't he just buy a bigger one and let me 
I, I don't know. I knew he was going to do this. Don't you know sharing was, is caring? He was being sneaky with all of this, and yeah. he didn't want to admit it. <laughs> and I think that I'm right in this situation. I don't, I'm sorry, Amber. I disagree. I don't think it's that big of a deal to share luggage with your significant other. I understand no. your situation, He's why right. you're a little bit annoyed, but I, I'm all for it. I'm I, not going to let him. <laughs> All right, guys, Halloween is over, and for me, that means Christmas time is here. <laughs> so we're just skipping over our, all the other holidays. Yeah, I'm feeling festive. All and, right. And I'm feeling festive because I want to give a shout-out to Tammy from Forestville, who let me know that eggnog is back on store shelves. I am so excited. I love this as a character profile for you. It's become a character trait yeah. of the, how much you love eggnog, a personality trait. I love eggnog so much. <laughs> I'm going to go to the store literally right after the show and go buy a carton of eggnog. And I have <laughs> to buy this carton of eggnog because I was. I, I told my girlfriend yesterday, hey, Tammy told me that eggnog's back on store shelves. And she goes, oh, yeah, I saw some. And I went, but, but she didn't pick up any for, for our house and she was like it's barely november i'm not gonna buy eggnog it's too early <laughs> and i don't know i view our relationship a little bit differently after no, that you shouldn't she's right she's wrong <laughs> i'm sorry i i really appreciate her but she's wrong Ooh. and you're wrong and anyone that says that it's too early for eggnog they're wrong <laughs> sorry i have some very strong feelings about eggnog Egg, eggnog should be year-round fire coming out of his ears <laughs> Um, no, it shouldn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you explain why? Because I really don't understand why people think it's too early for eggnog. It's too early for pumpkin spice because I'm like the more the merrier. It shouldn't be year round specifically for your own health, Tanner. <laughs> That's true. Your mom called like last year around this time and said that one year all you did was drink eggnog for two months and you gained like 30 pounds or something. That is true. So I just, for your personal <laughs> health, maybe eggnog should just be a holiday thing. You know what? I think you're, you're, you're maybe right. <laughs> I don't mean to call you out hey, on that hey, or call your mom me out. or like anything <laughs> like that, but it did happen. You know what? I do appreciate the reality check. I really honestly do and maybe i should buy eggnog today based off of that but i'm going to anyways uh we asked you on instagram is it too early for eggnog 52 percent of you said no it is not too early and 48 percent said yes it is too early oh well i mean at least you waited the day after halloween to get some so i'm with you on that oh trust me if i would have known that it was out before halloween you betcha i would have went and bought it <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Yeah, I love getting up with coffee and Froggy 92.9. Thanksgiving coming up very coming soon. Up. And I'm going to check and see if that turkey's done. <laughs> it just pops out. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the memory. According to airline experts, around 25 million passengers are expected to fly home for Thanksgiving. Ugh. Six hours sitting in a tiny seat crammed between two weirdos. Plus, you have to fly there. <laughs> So after a year away during the pandemic, due to the pandemic, the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade will return in full form this year. Yeah! It's happening on uh, November 25th. So let's get into some Thanksgiving trivia to kick off turkey season. I'm going to ask Tanner five Thanksgiving-related questions. If it gets them all right, I'll buy him a turkey sandwich. A turkey sandwich? That's expensive these days. <laughs> Because there is a turkey inflation happening okay, right now. Okay, I won't then, I guess, buy you a turkey sandwich. Oh, I mean, you absolutely can. I, I'm just why warning are you. you opposing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
Can you get some avocado on there, too? I mean, whatever you want. Some bacon? You get these all right. All right, here's the first question. How much does the average Thanksgiving turkey weigh? Is it A, 20 pounds, B, 15 pounds, or C, 10 pounds? I'm going to go with 15 pounds. You are correct. That's what I'm talking about. What year did Adam Sandler release the Thanksgiving song? Is it A, 1992, or B, 2002, or C, 1997? I'm going to go with 1992. You're correct. All right, next question for Thanksgiving trivia. What city has the oldest Thanksgiving Day parade? Is it A, New York City, B, Boston, or C, Philadelphia? New York is what I want to say. But I'm going to go with Philadelphia. You are correct. No way. You're kidding. (laughs) All right. Here's the next question. Who was the first president to pardon a turkey? Was it A, George W. Bush, B, John F. Kennedy, or C, George Washington? I kind of want to go with George W. Bush. You are incorrect. Oh, man. John F. Kennedy. Dang it. All right, here's the last one. You ready? Ready. Black Friday isn't the only holiday after Thanksgiving. What's the other one? Is it A, National Pumpkin Pie Day, B, Black Saturday, or C, Native American Heritage Day? I'm going to go with Native American Heritage Day. You are correct. Woo! I mean, you mostly got them all right. Not enough for the turkey sandwich. I'll give you a sliver of mine. Perfect. Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Yeah, I love getting up with coffee. and Froggy 92.9.